Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast of thevikingage.com. We do this every Monday and Thursday night, 6.15 p.m. Central Time, right here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, do all that cool stuff. Let us know you're in there. We're almost to 300 subscribers, so hey, let's get us over to the top. Tell your friends. Uh, if you cannot make the show, of course, we are podcastable. Uh, the show is uh, available the day after we record it here on YouTube. That's on Apple and Spotify. So make sure you review, do all those cool things, spread the word. We like to have a bigger audience here. But my name is Chris Shad. I am a contributor at thevikingage.com as well as a slew of other websites. Alongside with me, uh, pointing the other direction, is Adam Patrick. Uh, he is the managing editor of The Viking Age. And yeah, we are here. So, uh, Adam. This is the time of the offseason. We got OTAs going on. We have a lot of talk elsewhere. And, you know, when I was putting together the outline, I didn't really know what to talk about. So um, I guess to open up the show, you got any suggestions? I mean, the, the listeners already know what we're going to talk about because apparently you got a lot of interaction online. But what do you want to talk about today? Well, first off, you had a little, uh, little Paul Heyman-esque there. But the, my name is Chris Chad. Uh, I just want to point that out. But then, uh, what, what's just what's your opinion on the whole uh, Jimbo and uh, Nick Saban thing? Like, do you care that players are getting all these millions of dollars? Because to be honest, I don't care that college players are getting paid; they deserve it. This is insane. Like, okay, so I think college players should get paid, like at yeah. all levels, not just football. Yeah. I mean, football yeah. is the one that generates the most money, yes. But I mean, like, I like how it opened up to everybody, like. So like yeah. softball players who you paid, uh, you know, uh, women's basketball players getting paid. I, that is awesome to me. And I, and I think, you know, with as much money as the NCAA makes, I think that was something they had to do. Um, looking at, you know, this situation where Nick Saban's like, well, Jimbo's playing. Don't tell me Alabama doesn't pay their players. That That is just crap. And like, the thing is, if Alabama doesn't play, pay their players directly, they're going to get it somewhere else because there are boosters who are connected with companies that will give them money. So there's only one way to settle this lock Jimbo Fisher and Nick <laughs> Saban inside hell in a cell and let's go. Like, I, I think, you know, Matt a lot of, you know, a lot of people would, would pay to see that. A lot of people yeah. would actually pay to see that in the South. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The loyal SEC fans would just be like, Hey, yeah. Check out Jimbo. Jimbo gonna fight Nick Saban in that mm -hmm. cage right there. I don't even know why it got a damn roof on it, but yeah, he throw him off that some bitch right there. Do go flying like mankind? Goddamn. <laughs> um, <laughs> SEC rules. Like I, I'm, I, I, of course, most of the people who watch this show are like Big Ten territory because you know mm -hmm. uh, some are Badger fans, some are Gopher yeah. fans. You know Iowa, wh whatever. Mm -hmm. But I mean, SEC football is just 
it's different. Yeah. <laughs> it's different in a sleazy good way. And it's it's just fun to watch from afar. Just like, what's wrong with you people? Holy crap. Well, you, gr- you brought up a good point. Like, yeah, it's obvious that Nick Saban, like, does something, you know, monetarily uh, to, to entice people to come to Alabama. Like, yes, it's kind of like a pathway to the NFL, but but Alabama is not like this destination school. Like, you're not going to USC. You're not hanging out in L.A. You're not going to, like, Florida and Miami and stuff. It's Alabama, like... What <laughs> it's not like this this great place to to hang out, especially for a lot of people who are on that team. It's just you know, um. So yeah, like Nick Saban, all of a sudden this this school when he gets there becomes a powerhouse because just because he's a very good coach and a good recruiter. Come on, man. Uh, we all know uh, how this works. Every everywhere Urban Meyer goes, same thing happens where his schools get better, and then you know there's a scandal, and he all of a sudden you know has to leave. Some excuse like, oh, my chest, is, my towel, yeah, my heart. This, this, ah. this has been going on for a long time. Nick Saban doesn't want to be called out because, first off, he shouldn't have said anything at all. He's the one who started all this by calling out, you know, Jimbo Fisher and Deion Sanders. Um, who's just like sitting there and like, hey, what did I do? And uh, he's like, we're at Jackson State. Who cares if we're paying our players? It's not like we're going to take the title away from Alabama. But like, you yeah, know, like. You know, know what's going to happen? Like, yeah. so Jordan Addison, who's the top receiver in next year's draft, he was at Pittsburgh and USC was like, Hey, we'll give you $2 million to come to USC. Oh, I and saw he's that. Like, yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. you're, yeah. we're going to be with players the same way we are with coaches right now. Because in Minnesota, it, everybody's like, Okay, when is PJ Fleck leaving? Like, when, when is he leaving? Because if he has too much success, you know, big schools are going to call, come calling and they're going to lure him away. We're going yeah. to feel the same way about players now, where, if, you know, this will probably never happen because the Gophers don't get good quarterbacks. But, I mean, if they get, like, 2019 Tanner Morgan, where he just went off and set the school record for touchdown passes. Like, if somebody does that as, like, a freshman or a sophomore, like, all Gopher fans are going to be like, all right, is he, who's, he's ours, he's ours. But, like, you know, Nick Saban's going to come in with a wad of cash. Like, we don't pay our players. Uh, Jimbo, the booster over here, does. And he's like, hey, man, got the Jimbo card dealership. Yeah, you want to watch some cars? Money, you ain't going to watch no cars. We're we going to give you $3 million right here on the spot. Woo! Roll Tide! Yeah. But you know what? It's it's It seems fair to me because coaches have been doing this in college forever. It, it doesn't matter. Like, they just get up and leave. They don't have a transfer portal. Not that the kids don't oh. anymore. They they can just do one. They don't have to sit anymore. But like coaches have been doing this forever. And now that the fact that players are doing it, now they're mad. Now they're mad because, you know, if they do it, it's fine. It doesn't impact an entire program. It's one player. Like you're the coach, you leave. And then that affects the whole school for multiple years. If a player leaves, they're the worst. They're they're the bad person looking out for themselves, right. which, which is what they should be doing. And the players should have this opportunity. It, it just needs to be regulated. I think there needs to be a cap of how much yeah, money a I don't player know how, can make or how much money a school do that. can make. So that's that's beyond my – this is a this you know what's funny though? podcast, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> what's funny is Dabo Sweeney has been completely quiet on this issue because he's he's said stuff in the past and he's just been like, I'm just going to step this one out. I want you guys, you know, take the spotlight. I'm just going to – Kirby Smart isn't saying anything. Yeah, either. no, he's like nope. – <laughs> Nope. We just won a national championship. I'm good. We're good. Not even like not even Brian Kelly or anything. Like everyone's just like, you guys, you take you take the heat. You take the heat. But yeah, let's 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 get to the show. Uh which you know is here with a very important topic today. Yes. Uh so like I mentioned, it's May. It's OTAs. We're all bored. We got two months until meaningful football. So uh Let's compare Kirk Cousins to every quarterback in the NFL and fight about it. There is no fight club like Kirk Cousins fight club. And there's only one rule about fight club or at least Kirk Cousins fight club. Everybody talks about Kirk Cousins fight club because it is, it is a lifestyle. It is, you know, the Kimbo slice, you know, fighting in a back alley has nothing on Kirk Cousins fight club because you got the loyal supporters of Kirk in one corner. You got, you know, the loyal antagonists and it's like jets and sharks just going one-on-one without the dancing and stuff. Cause I I've never seen West. I fell asleep. They showed it in school. If, 
if you need like engagement, I just fell yeah. asleep. Yeah, but <laughs> if you need engagement on Twitter, just just post is Kirk Cousins a top ten quarterback? Then you'll get mentions for days. Just days. so what? So why are we talking about this? Well, Chris Sims started it. Let's let's throw it on Chris Sims, the Kellen Mond stand himself. He is releasing his top forty quarterbacks ahead of the twenty twenty two season because engagements, conversation, all that stuff. It's May, yeah. So it, and it's May again. That <laughs> you're going to sense a common theme with this episode. It's May. Uh, mm-hmm. That sparked a debate, and he's releasing his list of top forty in slow drip, water torture fashion. So we have the bottom ten right now, which is. Drew Locke, Kenny Pickett, Teddy Bridgewater, who's 38, 37, Garner Minshew, 36, Tyrod Taylor, 35, Davis Mills, 34, Tyler Huntley, 33, Geno Smith, 32, Sam Darnold, and 31, Trey Lance. Um, This falls into the category of almost who cares, but do you have any objections with this top 10 or seems fair to you, right? Uh, I mean, Teddy is... Really low on this. Yeah. Like, like, Tyrod Taylor is better than Teddy? Sam Darnold? Geno Smith? Like, even Tyler Huntley? Better than Teddy? Like, I, I how is Sam Darnold the guy? The Panthers won five games last year with Sam Darnold as their quarterback. They won seven the year before with Teddy Bridgewater. How is he above Teddy Bridgewater on this list? I don't, I don't mind Trey Lance in there. I don't mind Davis Mills in there. Drew Locke should be at the bottom if he's even in this as at all. Um, Kenny Pickett's just random. Gardner Minshew, who knows? But yeah, te- come on, put some put some respect on Teddy's name. I know it's it's the bottom ten, but like this guy, yes, he's not the flashiest quarterback. He's not going to give you, you know, he's not going to throw for four hundred yards and four touchdowns every week. But he's consistent. You know, where you're getting out of him, and his teams are able to build around him, and he, you know tends to not screw things up. So uh, I think Teddy should be much higher. Probably, uh, let's see, probably more around 34, 33-ish. Maybe 30-ish. I, yeah. I would put him 30. I mean, better than Sam Darnold. I, I would put him ahead of that. Trey Lance is low because I, I, he, uh, don't know. Kristen said something, but we just don't know, you know? Yeah. Uh, Gino Smith, Teddy's better than Gino. Yeah. Tyler Huntley, people are people just love that game against the Packers. Just like, look at him, he's so good. Like, somebody's gonna trade like a day two draft pick for him and be like, oh my god, he's not a starter. Well, yeah, no, mm-hmm. duh. Um, <laughs> Davis Mills, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Tyrod <laughs> Taylor, no, no, Garner Minshew, 37. I mean, I would put him ahead of some of these guys. I mean, just. <laughs> Just, just, I don't mustache. know. Yeah, the stash. I mean, when your quarterback yeah. looks like uh, they could throw a game-winning touchdown at three and headline the Olmstead County Fair at nine, you know that. That's a if hell he, of a, if he was in cool. college right now, he would definitely get an NIL deal for a cigarette company. <laughs> the new Marlboro <laughs> man, yeah, Gardner yeah. Minshew. Yeah, I don't know, Quinn, Quinn Ewers. He's close. I don't know if you've seen him, but he's got he's got the a beef jerky. He's got the mullet going on. Yeah, not not yeah. a beef jerky. Check him out. He's he's got uh he's got the old Morgan Wallen, Travis Tritt uh, mullet going on okay. right now. Okay. okay. Um, Shannon Sharp got into this discussion because again, it's it's May, uh, yeah. because he saw a tweet from Ron Johnson of Locked On Minnesota, and he former challenged teammate. Twitter. Yes, former. Were they teammates of the pros? Oh, Maybe. Baltimore. Yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking Gophers. I'm like, Shannon Sharp didn't play for the Gophers. I think I remember that. <laughs> just like, what? Yeah. yeah. I know you're yeah, you California, man, but I mean, you did, no. You didn't know? Yeah. Ran right past yeah. him. I loved Ron Johnson with the Gophers, by the way. He caught that game winning touchdown, the horseshoe. I think it was 2002, I think. But um, yeah, aside from that, uh, he challenged Twitter to name. 10 quarterbacks better than Kirk Cousins. That's where this whole thing started. And Shannon Sharp yeah. jumped right on Twitter and just did it, you know, rapid fire. Tom mm-hmm. Brady, Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, uh, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, 
that enough, which means I think he could have named more, but he didn't. So, yeah, sure. uh, yeah. Is Kirk better than any of these quarterbacks he listed? No. No. Fair I mean, you could maybe, maybe you could debate Sean Watson just because he's, he's in a new setting and he hasn't played in a while, but that'd be a tough. If you're betting money on that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet money on that, but no, not, not these quarterbacks. Um, I just have a question for you. Who does, you know, Ron Johnson do work for some of the time during the, during the football season? Who does he do work for? Oh, that would be uh, a certain Minneapolis radio station. Who, oh, not uh, even that. Uh, uh, Vikings.com. Oh, yeah. So, you know, he, he's uh, not going to he go might... on there and be like, yeah, this guy sucks. No, 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 no. So, you know, you have to take that into account too. When, you know, they're like, they're posting these things like there, there aren't 10 quarterbacks. And it's, it's like, you know, you have to have this certain optimism or whatever to, to work for a team site because they can say whatever they want. No one's going to, you know, argue against them because they want the team to look as good as possible. So I think that has to be taken into account in this, but you look at the quarterbacks that, that Shannon Sharp listed, and you, I think you were going to ask, you know, like what would Kirk Cousins have to do to be better than, than one of these quarterbacks and the quarterbacks that were listed, their teams improve. Like they either are playing at a, a high level already with these quarterbacks or their teams have improved year over year with these quarterbacks. I know later we're going to talk about like Kyler Murray or even Lamar Jackson. Uh, but like Kyler Murray's teams have improved their win total every single year. You know, the Ravens got much better when Lamar Jackson got there. The Bucks were much better when Tom Brady arrived, obviously. Uh, the Rams won a Super Bowl when Matthew Stafford got there. You know, the Bengals got way better when when Joe Burrow arrived. What has happened to the Vikings since Kirk Cousins arrived? They've been just they've flatlined like they they were at they were at the height. They were they were in the NFC championship and he came along and they now they're just mediocre and i think if he if people if he wants to be considered or i don't think he cares he's getting paid he doesn't care where people think he is but like if people are going to consider him to be a top 10 quarterback like definitive top 10 quarterback his teams have to perform better and you know people are going to be like oh the defense is terrible the offensive line is terrible blah 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 blah. but like all these quarterbacks deal with that like in the nfl kyler murray he didn't have the DeAndre Hopkins for like half the season last year, which is basically why they struggled. Take Justin Jefferson away from Kirk Cousins. See how well he plays, because it's not going to be good. Um, but yeah, they just have to be more consistent. They have to show improvement. And I think, you know, if Kirk Cousins goes out and they win 11 games next season and they win 13 games the next season, I think the opinion will start to change about Kirk Cousins and you know, people don't like to hear about wins when it comes to quarterbacks, but these guys have the football for more than half the in their hands for more than half the game, so they have the biggest impact. That's why people like to measure wins and losses when it comes to quarterbacks. So right now, Kirk is not better than any of the ten quarterbacks that Shannon Sharp listed. I would agree with you. Um, I think you could make a case maybe that Kirk could be in the top ten because we hear it all the time. Three out of four years, Minnesota. He's had 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns. Three of the four years, he's finished in pro football focuses, top 10 of quarterback grades. Um, you know, you the eye test a lot of times when he makes good throws, he's definitely capable. He He's yeah. a very accurate quarterback. He's got a great arm. He, you know, when he's got time to do everything, I'm, he's I'm able laughing to make plays. Sorry, I'm laughing because you said accurate, and that is the thing that everybody brings up when they talk about him. Like the first thing, like he is an accurate quarterback, and I'm like, so is Sam Bradford. I don't care how accurate yeah. you are; like you got to make plays too. Who cares if you can complete a pass? I I don't care. But like, it's so funny when Kevin O'Connell or somebody talks about him. It's like he's he's very accurate, and I'm like, oh, uh, that's that's the first thing you're leading with that he's accurate. Like, come on. But yeah, I'm I'm sorry for interrupting you. Go ahead. Hey, I, it wasn't the first thing I mentioned. At least I mentioned his right. stats. No, I, I was right. like, I, I, I'm, I'm representing the Kirk stands right now because this is what they'll tell oh, you, boy. and, and yeah. they'll tell you a lot of the things that went wrong for Kirk. You know, he had a mm -hmm. quarterback who, or excuse me, he had a coach that wanted him to, you know, throw him in a dumpster and lock him and throw away the key. 
Uh, he had, you know, a defense that was a sieve and had eroded since his time in Minnesota. Let's not mention that he had an offensive scheme that catered to him and gave him a lot of his success with the exception of John Filippo, who was brought in to make Kirk Cousins better, by the way. And that just backfired because Don Filippo is not a good football coach. So there is that. Like the Vikings have tried to make Kirk Cousins better. It just hasn't panned out. And by the way, here's the kicker. Three out of the four years, the Vikings have missed the playoffs with Kirk Cousins. I don't know. But like our cover art said, and got everybody in a you know, rage. Kyler Murray is on this tizzy. There you go. Kyler Murray is on this list. And, you know, some people said on Twitter, they're like, oh, Kirk Cousins is better than Kyler Murray. And that's an interesting debate for me. So I'll ask you, like, is Kirk Cousins better than Kyler Murray? What do, what do you think? Um, I told you some stuff already about, like, DeAndre Hopkins being out and everything. And all that fun stuff. Uh, but I'll, I'll keep it real simple, real simple. And this should maybe help people understand why I think Kyler Murray is a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. Put Kyler Murray on the Vikings and put Kirk Cousins on the Cardinals. Which team has more wins and which offense is better? And I think the answer is very obvious. Uh, yeah. Murray would make the Vikings a Super Bowl contender. Kirk Cousins would be right where he is right now. Just a, they just be an average team, and that's really all that needs to be debated. Like, sorry if if Kyler Murray runs too much for some people or whatever, or you know he struggles at times. He's in year three, and the Cardinals have improved their win total every season. He's been to the playoffs playoffs as many times as Kirk Cousins in the last three years. Uh. And we talk about how, you know, some people mentioned, you know, Kirk has less interceptions uh, than, than Kyler Murray in the last three years. But Kirk also has more fumbles than Kyler Murray. Kirk has had 31 fumbles in the last three years and Kyler's had only 27. So, like, there's a, but I'll, I'll come back to it. Like, you put Kyler Murray on the Vikings, they're a Super Bowl contender. You put Kirk Cousins on the Cardinals, they're, they're just, they're average. So that's, that's, that's my debate. Yeah, I, you know, they are different types of quarterbacks, right? Oh, yeah. So, so you have Kirk Cousins, who's pocket passer, can dissect the defense, has the big arm, can, like I said, he's accurate. There you go. You could probably turn it into a drinking <laughs> game if you want to. Anytime yeah. somebody says Kirk Cousins is accurate, drink. Um, you're going to end up in the hospital. Yeah, it's it's not going to end well for you, especially at the end of this episode. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it's like the kids, they'll put, what is it, on their phones? They'll have left-hand Kyler, right-hand Kirk, like, and oh, then they'll yeah, go yeah, right yeah, or left. Yeah, yeah. Is that, <laughs> the is, that's players. what they're showing them, right? They're like, oh, I don't know, right-hand Kirk, uh, right-hand Kirk. That That is what they're saying, right? Oh, yeah, that's, what they're, that's, that's, what they're that's always what they're shouting. Yeah, that's always what yeah, they're shouting. Yeah, Kirk, Kirk or Kyler. Uh, dude, yeah. I, played, I played Miami. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> um but I mean, what do you what do you value in a quarterback? Like if you're a guy who just wants a big arm that can throw it down the field, Kirk's probably your guy here. If you want a guy that can evade a rush, create something on his own, uh, Paul Hudawanek, a purple insider, was on uh, Matthew Collard's podcast a couple days ago. And he said, like, the Arizona Cardinals offense is basically Clint Kingsbury going, Kyler, do stuff. Like go run around, yeah. go go make plays. There's there's no organization to it. What if you had Kyler Murray in this offense where there is structure and everything? I mean, Kirk, the offense for Kirk Cousins is basically like IKEA instructions. Like you're gonna take exactly three steps back. If you take two and a half, you're screwed. If you take three and a half, you're screwed. Then you're going to look, and there's gonna be a guy wide open, and just throw it to him. I don't care if Deion Jones is right there. Just try and impale him and throw an interception. But I mean, it, hey, you you did your job. Your your bank, your check's going to clear. I think when we look at these two quarterbacks, one of the similar things is their lack of success as the season goes along, though. Because, you know, yeah. we talk about it, Kirk Tober, right? Where he's just red hot. He, he can't miss during the months of October and early November. But once the games start to matter, once they start to become more important, and yeah, you can mention the New Orleans game. That's fine. Mike Zimmer tried to hide him in the fourth quarter of that game. They ran Dalvin Cook so much. And they're like, oh my God, New Orleans came back. And then, 
yes, Kyle Rudolph pushed off on third or fourth <laughs> down or whatever it was. Like, don't kid yourself. No. Kyle Rudolph pushed off. And, and I mean, I'm not saying it for Saints fans. I'm saying it for everybody. Just like Kirk so made did. two big throws in that game. Yeah. Okay. The second one should have been a penalty. <laughs> Sorry. But, but so did Drew I, Pearson. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Guess we're even. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it, it's just, yeah. I, I mean, when you look at that, one of neither of these quarterbacks have had sustained playoff success. So, What's the big difference? When you though? look at it, they're 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 pretty even. Kyler can Kyler can make a playoff structure. Well, I'm just saying an Kirk age cannot. too. Like Kyler's in, mm-hmm. he's going into his fourth year. Kirk is going into his what eleventh? Like, there's a greater chance Kyler that Kyler be? improves yeah. oh, in two yeah. years yeah. than Kirk improves. And I think the even debate when, right now, I think the debate right now is that, or that it's about right now that that's what people are debating, which still isn't yeah uh, a debate. I feel like in and you you talked about late season, uh, you know, collapse or whatever or struggles. Um, I think with the Cardinals and people are going to be like, oh, you could say this about Kirk and Mike Zimmer. But you look at uh, Cliff Kingsbury. He has a history of struggling in the second half of seasons, dating all the way back to his time at Texas Tech in college, mm-hmm. where Kyler Murray, before he got to the Cardinals, he was very good with Oklahoma. Uh, you know, I think he won the Heisman. So he had to be good for the entire year to do that. So I'm not going to put all that, uh, the late season struggles, all on Kyler Murray's shoulders, where with Kirk Cousins, I feel like, you know, a lot of the Viking struggles over the years do come back to him. And because we can look at the Vikings before Kirk Cousins, and they were successful. Uh, but, you know, when he got there, they they ran into some more problems. And that as, as there's a bunch of factors that, that go into that. Um, but I think with Kyler and I mentioned, you know, DeAndre Hopkins was out for like basically like half the season last year. If you take away Justin Jefferson from Kirk Cousins, like he it's over. Is, it's, <laughs> it's over. over. Look, You're, just go. Adam Thielen missed four games and he imploded. <laughs> just go. Like Adam Thielen just destroyed yeah. his ankle and like he was lost without him. He's like, where's Adam Thielen? I don't know. Do you, Adam do Thielen's you remember in that? the Ikea instructions. It says right here. <laughs> Do you remember that Colts game in 2020, week two? Uh, Justin Jefferson was not a starter yeah. yet. Kirk yeah. Cousins went like nine for 25. He had like a 15.0 passer rating. Oh like my. that's that's not you know it's not gonna be that bad, but like he's not gonna be putting up the numbers that he put up puts up now with like people people say that Justin Jefferson has benefited from Kirk Cousins like sure, but Kirk Cousins has benefited way more. From having Justin Jefferson on the field than the other way around. So, you know, the the Cardinals have to figure out a way to do better with, you know, someone like Hopkins being out, which is gonna he's gonna be out for the first six games next year. So we'll get to see that immediately. But they went out and traded for somebody like Marquise Brown to help Kyler Murray. They've they traded for Zach Ertz and they've they're adding all these weapons to try and help. And the Vikings have done that over the years. They've added weapons. They added, you know, they added Justin Jefferson. They keep dealing. They had digs in the past. They drafted Irv Smith. You know, they drafted Alexander Madison. Like, they're, they're giving him weapons, and nothing's really changed. So, no, 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 no. Kirk Cousins is not better than, than Kyler Murray. I'm, um, it's not, it, it, like, it's not even a debate to me. Like, I don't, I just think it's obvious. Like, is it, is it obvious to you, or like, can you hear a case, maybe? I can hear a case. Okay. I, I can hear a case about Kirk. I mean, I look at it as, you know, are, are we, t- again, are we talking about like arm talent and his ability to make big throws? Or are we talking about like the ability to evade and create and everything else? Both quarterbacks, I think, are very similar as in terms of success, team success. I would rather have Kyler Murray, especially with this team, especially uh, with a cheaper rookie deal. Although I think Kyler's pushing for. Oh, he's getting paid. He's getting paid this summer. He's getting paid. Yeah. And don't kid yourself. They're not going to go and trade Kyler. He's going to get. No, he's going to get the bag. Like there, there's no doubt in my mind about that. Um, And he deserves it. So, yeah. So, so here's what I did. And, you know, everybody's talking about like their top quarterbacks or whatever. I said, let's make top 10 quarterback lists and I'll go through mine. And right. then you can show yours and we'll talk about it. 
And I think, you know, it's what's funny about the Shannon Sharp tweet is I basically have the same names. And I did not, I did not include Deshaun Watson because we just don't know. But then again, like you mentioned, I mean, Michael Vick was in jail for what, two years? And then he came yeah. back and he was like the best version of Michael Vick we've ever seen. It took him um, like a year. It took, yeah. It took him like a year to get back. Cause he was a backup for like what? Kevin Cobb. Kevin Cobb. What a name. What a terrible. Why Ooh, was that's that, like, that is a, <laughs> that's a name drop right there. A lot of people wasted money on that dude. Sorry, man. But a lot, a lot of people good. drafted him on their fantasy teams. or were like, oh, this yeah. guy is going to be QB one. No, 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 he's not. No. Um, no. My top 10. Number one. I'll, I'll go one down to 10 because like, we're talking this is a Viking show. Like we're, yeah, we, we're curious about right? the back end. Right, right. Uh number one, Patrick Mahomes. Number two, Josh Allen. Number three, Justin Herbert. Number four, Joe Burrow. So I value youth a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, in my list. <laughs> number five, Aaron Rodgers. Number six, Tom Brady. Number seven, Russell Wilson. Number eight, Lamar Jackson. Number nine, Matthew Stafford. And I have, this is tough, number 10, Kirk Cousins. But again, Deshaun Watson, if he's a fraction of how good he was in Houston, Kirk gets bumped out of the top 10. There's no Kyler Murray in this list. There's no um, whatever. I mean, Lamar Jackson's the only quarterback different. And I mean, I could you could make a case he's outside. There's like a tier, right, from mm-hmm. 8 to like 12 where you could kind of mix and match. So you 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 have Kirk Cousins over Kyler Murray. I do. It's not, it's not by a mile. Like I, I would say it's like 10 a and 10 B, but I don't know. I, I like the, I like the, I like the arm talent Kurt has. And I mean, once I mean, I mean Kyler's got a cannon on his, he arm does too. And he's more, he, he you know what you want to talk about accuracy. Kyler was more accurate than accurate than than Kirk Cousins last year. I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> it's not like I think Kyler's like a mile away. No, from I him. no, I know, I know. Like, like, like I'm the, just saying. And, yeah. and, but I also I also agree with you. I think that if you put Kyler on the Vikings, he erupts. Like mm-hmm. the Viking offense goes to another stratosphere with Kyle mm-hmm. Murray. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing with Lamar Jackson, tough. right? It, it's tough. It's not easy. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, too. I mean, I have Lamar above Kirk, so maybe I should have him above Kyler above those guys. Like I said, it's like 1A or 8A, 8B, 8C, and 8D. Like, (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, All right, mine. I feel attacked, by the way. (laughs) You're good. Uh, You're good. Um. one, I've I've got Patrick Mahomes too. He's my he's my one. I think like he he struggled last year, but whatever. He was he's still ridiculous. Struggled. That's the best. Yeah, part. yeah, yeah. It's like what, it's he what, he's, struggled, what do you have? Like, 30, 35 touchdowns. Struggled. Yeah. Kirk yeah. Cousins yeah, had, struggles. It's like yeah, but yeah. Yeah, he's he struggled and threw for forty eight hundred yards and thirty seven touchdowns. Yeah, ooh, he struggled. Um, which, which would be like the best Viking season ever by a quarterback. Um, <laughs> two, I've got Tom Brady. Okay. Sure. Like the impact that he has on an entire team is like ridiculous. He threw, he led the league in passing yards and touchdowns last year at the age of 44. So like he's still playing at a very high level. Um, I think he'll probably miss uh, what Chris Godwin's got the ACL tear. So he won't be back right away. So probably miss him a little bit, but but it's Tom Brady. Like he's gonna do whatever he thinks his team is capable of, and not anything more or anything less. So I like him at two. I got Aaron Rodgers at three, back-to-back MVPs. I think that's you know it's kind of hard to argue with that. I got Josh Allen at four. Uh, he played really well last year, and uh, he's I think he's still on the way up. I'm curious to see how he does though with um, Brian Dable not there. I think that could be a bigger factor than some of us think. I got Joe Burrow at number five. Obviously, you know, helped lead the Bengals to the Super Bowl. No one saw that coming. I got Justin Herbert at six. Kyler Murray at seven. Uh, Russell Wilson at eight. 
I think he just he got hurt last year and and what are the what did what did the Seahawks even have on their roster? Like nobody. Uh Lamar Jackson at nine, and I've got Matthew Stafford at ten. Now I, I did expand it a little bit. I have Derek Carr at eleven and number twelve. It's just debatable to me between Kirk Cousins, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, and and even Jimmy Garoppolo. Like I weigh I weigh like impact like I th- I feel like a lot of people sometimes look at this debate as like it's pure purely stats and I if you want to do that fine then have a fantasy discussion but I think with some of these you have to take into account their impact on like the team's actual success and I just think uh, the quarterbacks above Kirk Cousins on this list are better at getting their team to be more successful all of these play- these quarterbacks have had an impact on their team getting better. Um, and I think Russell Wilson will do the same thing for the Broncos next season. Uh, it's kind of, he's already had like an, a really good impression on them so far. So I think that'll carry over, but yeah, I'm not, I, I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I just look at it. Brett Favre came aboard in 2009. <laughs> yeah. Like how, like how <laughs> night and day it was like, all right, we got T Jack. And then Brett Favre came in and it was like a presence. Just it was the vibe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like what you're saying here with a quarterback that comes in because, like, they're a court Joe Burrow. Let's throw him out there. Like, the thing I love about Joe Burrow is, like, the vibe he gives off. Like, mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. ready to run through a wall for Joe Burrow. Like, Kirk, <laughs> I mean, I the Rams game. Look at the Rams game as a big example. You know, everybody walked into that game just like yeah whatever they had a chance to go to the playoffs they had a chance to like put themselves in the driver's seat and like everybody was just like yeah screw this and Justin Jefferson's like why what's everybody's problem here and then they go out and they get smoked I mean Kirk put up good stats because he had a couple of garbo drives mixed in there but I mean he goes to the podium and, and like he just doesn't he doesn't make it easy on himself you know for people to really gravitate toward him and like when it, when he does it comes off as awkward you know the whole swagger comment that everybody took and ran with like after the seattle game last year like it, it never feels like i never sit there watching a game and be like oh dude we got this we got kirk cousins or like you know bengals fans be like joey joe burrow i'm not gonna say his nickname because i hate it <laughs> like who, who on earth joe burr oh Okay, man. Like he's got the ice. That's why. He's got the ice around his Joey neck. the Tiger. Yeah, like that's a better got, nickname. He's got the chain around his neck. That's why. You cannot hate Joe Burrow. It is impossible. No. No. Like I as far as charisma goes, Burrow's number one by a mile. Maybe you go yeah, Patrick I think, Holmes, but I think Urban Meyer should have been fired last year just because he let Joe Burrow get away. Like, how do you even let yeah. that happen? Like that's got to be one of the biggest mistakes anyone's made in, in like college, and they'll be like, "Oh, he didn't fit the system, or whatever." We had Justin Fields. It's like this dude left for one year and won a national championship, and he helped the team get to the Super Bowl in three years, two years, three, two, three years, because he tore his ACL or whatever the first year. That um, I'm I'm not knocking it, but I mean that collection at LSU was just so insane too. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Justin yeah. Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Clyde Edwards Hilaire was an the elite college too. player, and then everybody kind of yeah, the defense was Thad Moss at tight end, like that whole LSU team. <laughs> I, I mean, okay. no, Thad Moss, Thad Moss was like it was decent, that whole yeah. LSU team was a vibe, as the kids mm-hmm. say. Like they were just it's like the Georgia defense, like the George yeah. watching Georgia's defense, you're just like. Damn, like you know, yep. LSU was the same way. They just had yeah. it. Like Kirk Cousins yeah. doesn't have it. And people hate when you say that. Like they're like, "What's it? What's it?" He throws for all these good numbers and stuff. Like, you, you can just, you can just tell. You can sit there and watch. Like you can see people in the huddle, like or even on the sidelines, just like with. You can tell, like when Stefan Diggs goes from the Vikings to the Bills, and he is just like so much more enthusiastic and happier like he's he's a guy that smiles all the time but you could tell towards the end there in minnesota like he was definitely faking it whenever he was smiling because he had the he was winking everybody to let them know but like you could tell that he was not in a good place during his his final time in minnesota he gets to buffalo he's like with his kid josh allen he's like oh like 
this is gonna be like he's having fun like all these all these guys have fun and i feel like kirk cousins either he puts too much pressure on himself or just like he's just so afraid to fail that he can't have fun and when he does have fun like he has a game against the packers he's like no i can't do that i made too many mistakes and that's the thing about these quarterbacks too they're not afraid to make mistakes like matthew stafford he throws a no look pass in the middle of the super bowl like like who's gonna do that um, and he, I think Matthew Stafford led the league in like interceptions and who cares mm-hmm. because they won the Super Bowl. Like yeah. these guys take risks and if they intercept, they throw an interception, they go out on the next drive. doesn't bother them. Kirk Cousins throws an interception. It bothers him for like three weeks. So like, yeah, like, I, I don't know, man. He, he doesn't have it. I'm, I'm sorry. He can put up the numbers, but he doesn't have it. And that's why the Vikings, like they have to find a way, you know, the the Rams got to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff, and I feel like the Vikings are gonna if they're gonna get that far, they have to have a similar situation where Goff is not the focal point, or not Goff, obviously, where Cousins is not the focal point of the offense. It's got to be Justin Jefferson. It's got to be Delvin Cook. It's got to be other people. It cannot be all Kirk Cousins. So you know, we'll see. Brett Favre was the king of that, by the way. Just chuck an interception and be like. All right, boys, let's go back out there. You know, yeah, maybe don't do that ground. in the NFC Championship, though, when you're driving and score the game-winning field. Maybe don't do that. That, that is uh, suggested. So <laughs> This isn't Detroit. Co- this isn't Detroit, man. This isn't Detroit. <laughs> you know, my story, uh, I'll say it quickly, because, again, it's May. Um, 2009 NFC Championship game. I was at a bar in River Falls, Wisconsin. You? Good old UWRF. Go Falcons. Um, And I was there and I remember I I was probably pushing three bills at the time. I was on my knees and I'm just like, we're going to the Super Bowl. And, you know, it was foreshadowing 2017, but that's another story. So they're driving and I'm like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And he throws the interceptions and I am face down on the bar floor. And I was like, you're going to catch something. Get up, get up. And I'm like, I am dead inside. Just let it, <laughs> let it take over my body. Just that's enough. So to finish off this show, I just want to have a simple PSA because honestly, we need to have a talk as Vikings fans, as football fans, <laughs> as everything I am fed up, and I, I promise this will not be as intense as the Thielen rant because, by my own admission, that was just kind of weird, right? I, I <laughs> They have told me my Minnesotan card has been revoked. I'm like, yeah, but did you know Adam Thielen sold dentist equipment before he tried out? And they're like, no, you can have it back. Like, thank you. We did not know yeah. this. So it, it was very thing. But we need to stop this, okay? This needs to end. Because again, like I've said also, it's May. And if we do this for a whole year, I am going to lose my freaking mind. So so like <laughs> Kirk Cousins resigns with the Vikings. And like in hindsight, it was probably the right move because the NFL did not like this rookie quarterback class, right? The Vikings probably didn't have the ammo or cap space to go make a trade for like Russell Wilson or any of those guys. So, I mean, it it makes sense. It makes sense. The biggest problem that I had with this signing is that we had to do at least one, maybe two more years of this internal debate, whether is Kirk Cousins good, Kirk Cousins stats, blah, uh, Kirk Cousins uh, line up in the regard, enough. (laughs) <laughs> enough stop it he and, and like he, he's so freaking frustrating because when it comes to throwing a football like i mentioned he's a top 10 quarterback he's in my top 10 i barely put him ahead of kyler murray and i'm already backtracking about it because i'm like i don't know like he's so hard <laughs> to figure out he, he matthew collar called him a rubik's cube and it's accurate his flaws are simply mental blocks performances in big games you know, locking in on his first read, trying to impale linebackers. And his personality just does not make things easier. He is like a quarterback Ken doll. He, he's like Barbie's <laughs> boyfriend. He, he makes his meat. He is the worst barbecue guy in the world. He, <laughs> he grills steaks with no marbling. <laughs> that shouldn't matter. But I mean, I, then you have the COVID stuff. And it's just like, he is a quarterback that has his strengths. And has his weaknesses, who which every quarterback in the league has. So, like, 
because he's this wet towel of a personality, we're looking at every single flaw and comparing him to quarterbacks. And it's in May. And like, if it's in the middle of the season and Kirk Cousins lines up behind Brian O'Neill or something, fire away. Like, go for it, right? I'll be on that. I'll, I'll go to town. But it's May. It's exhausting. And then people are like, oh, well, what are you going to talk about? There are so many things to talk about with this team other than Kirk Cousins. Like, you could talk, like we did it last week. We talked about Dalvin Cook, right? We talked about mm-hmm. him being used as a receiver. We have a brand new defense, a brand new coaching staff, a head coach that some people think is some wonderkin. I don't know if it'll work. Who cares? It's exciting. It's interesting. It's better than Mike Zimmer coming out there and grumbling at reporters and challenging them to fight <laughs> behind the scenes. Like you have a safety that's an absolute freak that they just drafted. You have two, one of the best young receivers in the history of football on your team. And yet you want to sit there and try and debate that. Well, Kirk Cousins, when he has mac and cheese before a game, he is the best quarterback ever to play. Stop it. Get help. I swear to God, I am going to lose my mind. I might have already lost my mind. Like, seriously, I am I insane? Like, am I? Talk me off the ledge. <laughs> no, I think I'm a, right. I, I think yeah, I'm right. You are right. Take a deep, take a deep breath. But yeah, like there's no reason we we gotta stop. Like yeah, you know, like you said, it's May. Have these discussions when Kirk signs an ex- his extension. Fine, have those discussions then. But yeah, I keep seeing every day. I'm like, I open Twitter or whatever. I'm like, please, please don't be a tweet out there that's like, is Kirk Cousins a top ten quarterback? And I'm like, he no, every, he is trending <laughs> every day. It will not stop. It will and not everyone, stop. There is no end. And it's always the same people in <gasps> in the the comments and mentions like defending or not defending. And I'm like, at this point, like, I think people just don't want Kirk Cousins on the Vikings just so they don't have to debate him every single offseason because it's like it's exhausting. Um, me, me, I'm yeah, that guy. Yeah. Me. Like yeah, just and you just, could do worse. You you could do worse than Kirk Cousins. Like not to cut you off again, you, you could do worse. No. I, I I will totally admit oh, that. Yeah. Like we could have Sam Darnold on this team. We could have uh Teddy Bridgewater on this team. Although mm-hmm. I love Teddy. I, I'll fight <laughs> I'll defend him to the bloody end. But I mean Come on, Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe and all this is going, we could talk about yeah, yeah, that, yeah. but I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That all this going on too is happening when what the Wild are in the playoffs, the Timberwolves are in the playoffs, the like the Twin season is still going on. So it's not like people in Minnesota have like nothing. I know those teams just got out of the playoffs. Um, yeah, I was about to like, say, wait, a <laughs> I said were, I said were there. Yeah, I said were. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry to you know. Too soon, obviously. Um, but like in Minnesota specifically, there's plenty of stuff that, that you could talk about that has nothing to do with Kirk Cousins. And like you should talk about it because, you know, it's our job to cover the Vikings every week, every day or whatever. Like other like if it wasn't my job, I'd be like taking a break right now, like from football. I need you know, I think people should start doing that, like take a little breather, take a month off, come back into it. And, you know, you'll have like clear mind a different perspective maybe a, a, you know better understanding you won't get so frustrated when someone tweets out like the letters kc you'll be like no 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 it's just like it's a barbecue sauce commercial it has nothing to do with kirk cousins it's just it's just it's just barbecue sauce um but yeah like come on guys it's may it's gonna be june soon and i feel like that's usually when the nfl releases like their their top 100 players and this is gonna start all over again and you know I don't know. The, the season just even just training camp just needs to get here as soon as possible. You would not know this living in California, but we only have like one week of like enjoyable summer left because like after Memorial Day, all the mosquitoes come out and like for mm. me, like bees are my big bugaboo. So like I, I, I start spreading away in random situations. Mm. I'm probably going to like get ran over by a car someday, I think, in a parking lot. But let, let's let's just. Let's do it this way. Find your joy. And I'm quoting Luke Braun here. But I mean, if you think Kirk sucks and needs to be shot into the sun, that's okay. If you think Kirk is the greatest quarterback ever and deserves a lifetime contract with the Vikings, I don't agree, but that's fine. I think we know who that is. I think so. (laughs) 
But to sit there and tear people it rhymes down with and talk about the it rhymes rhymes with mimosa. I could go for one of those right now, oh. <laughs> even though it's like at night. But to sit there and tear people down and talk about the same things and just yeah. no, where does he rank? Where does he do this? Like you don't know quarterback football. at this point. He, he's just like, he's our quarterback at this point. It's like if he goes out there and sucks, then we can have this whole. All right, now now you know you had. The best situation of his career, elite receivers, elite running back. Actually, they'll probably be like, well, you know, Dalvin was 27 and they really shouldn't have kept him. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, Kevin O'Connell is going to construct the ultimate offense for him to succeed. And it's just like, okay. Like, I, I listen. Okay. We should all agree to disagree. Uh, the world would be really boring. If everyone agreed, um, that doesn't mean to like go after people and be malicious and stuff, but like we all got different opinions and it's not the end of the world if someone doesn't agree with you. So that's really just my final statement on all all this. (laughs) It's okay to disagree. Kirk peace. That's that's all (laughs) we want. Yeah. This is it. But okay. We, we just ended it all. It's over. It's like, like Vince Carter. It's over. It's over. (laughs) The space debating Kirk Cousins yeah. Lamar Jackson right now. It's just going to it's, it's going to dissolve like Thanos just snap my fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gone. Yeah. Gone. Reality it's shall over. be what I want it to be. Well, oh. on that note, that is all the time we have for the Viking Age podcast tonight. We're here every Monday and Thursday night, not ranting like I just did, right here at 615 on the Viking Age YouTube title. Like, subscribe, comment, ring the bell, do everything you can on YouTube. We're almost to 300 subscribers. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell everybody. Let's keep this thing rolling because we're having a good time, as you can tell. So for Adam Patrick, I am Chris Shad signing off, and we'll talk to you on Thursday night. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.